Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I'm Rachel True. And I'm Trent Venegas. And you're listening to Quoting Gene Roddenberry. The 100-day podcast that celebrates what would have been the 100th birthday of the man that created Star Trek. Each day between now and the end of our podcast, August 19th, one of Star Trek's biggest icons, or celebrity fans, or both, will be quoting Gene Roddenberry. Then we're going to take a deep dive into why we think this sci-fi legend still has a lot to say to the world. Today's quote is read by Star Trek's own Anson Mount. Humanity has its toes in the mud and its hearts and its souls up in the heavens. But the mind is important. It is our toes in the mud that allows us to dance. And we must be all of those things. And it is our pleasure to welcome back our guest host this week, actor Rekha Sharma. Welcome back, Rekha. Thank you. Happy to be here. So this quote, uh, I, I think we can say it's a very poetic quote. It has lovely words. What, what resonates with you when you hear Anson read this quote to us? It's so beautiful. I, I love that he, that he, you know, you get this picture of this person with their toes in the mud, you know, we mm. all have our feet on the ground, we're stuck to it, and your heart and your soul high in the heavens, but the mind, the mind is the mud mm. between mm. our toes that allows us to dance, and we must be all of those things. This, to me, speaks about the idea of Maya the mud between our toes that allows us to dance. You know, um, the in the Indian tradition, Lord Shiva is the controller and the dancer. And as long as he is dancing, the, the Maya, the illusion of this universe continues. Mm. And the mind is absolutely the most practical aspect because it the mind is our greatest foe, but it can also be our greatest friend. Mm-hmm. The mind is constantly buzzing like like a bee, like a hummingbird, completely out of control. You can it's so difficult to control and all these monks all over the world, you know, spend their whole lives sitting on a mat in one position just trying to yeah. Can I, you know, be here now? And if you can befriend your mind, it is that that I think gives you the ability to take that heart and that soul of yours into practice, into life, because you no longer become the uh, uh, at the whim of the mind. You know, r- right now, for most of us, most of the time, we're, <laughs> I don't know if I could say this, we're the mind's bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. Okay. Uh, we are. You know, it's it's leading the cause, but the moment that we can actually have some control over the mind, we get to be in the driver's seat. Our heart and soul gets to be in the driver's seat. 
Mm. And I think that people forget that you can work with your own mind. This is even necessarily, I'm bouncing it off the quote, but it's off what Reka said because, you know, people are like, it's just the way I am, or this is my past trauma, or these are my triggers. And I get it all, man. I'm a human. But what I do know is it is super important to recognize those things and then see which ones you can shift, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, because again, when you're talking about the mind, I, I always think, you know, I said to a friend, you spend half the day worrying, and I get it, I have anxiety too, half the day worrying that it's going to go wrong. I said, mm -hmm. so what if you brainwash yourself? That's what I call it. I said, now what if you spent half the day counteracting that, even it, saying it's going to go right, it's going to go right, because neither one is true. It's going to go fully wrong, it's going to go fully right. Neither one is the truth. Yeah. So I try to yeah. lean into the one that is more high vibe, and more in alignment with where I'm going, but still keeps me, per this quote, grounded in terra mm -hmm. firma because the mind is represented by air, you know, and air is, well, airy, and you can get carried away mm -hmm. and swept away by all that, whereas this quote addresses the fact that we want to be tethered in both worlds, really. You know, we want... It's really about, like, I talked about this in the last podcast, where I feel like a lot of us are disassociated, so connecting the mind, the mind-body connection. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Trent, any thoughts? Well, and this quote is very illustrative. Uh, you know, you think about toes in the mud as opposed to, you know, standing on the ground. That's it's very different imagery when you 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 say it that way. Uh, I'm imagining, you know, toes in the mud and then curling your toes and feeling the mud just oozing between your toes, that like tactileness. And then, you know, as our heart and soul's high in the heavens, like way beyond anything we can see. It's just, you know, so out there. And with the mind keeping us in check, uh, having a way to connect us to the ground while we still reach farther out than we, we think that we can. And it's a very... Um, it's a very beautiful image of, of what, you know, we talk so much about humanity and mankind and, and what that means, compassion for one another. And this is a very nice, like tactile image of what it is to be human, of what it is to be of this planet. You know, we are physical beings. This is the most beings. lyrical quote when you say, mm -hmm. Trent, this is oh, absolutely. the most lyrical quote we've done yeah. by him. And I love what you were saying about toes and, and the mud and all that, because Life is squishy, man. Mm -hmm. That's what mm -hmm. I've learned. If you want to know with all my years of wisdom, life is squishy. And it is. <laughs> and not everybody likes it, you know, like just be, you know, it, some people can luxuriate in like the, the cool muddiness and feeling it squished between their toes. That would repel some people. Some people don't like to get that dirty, that messy. But to your point, Rachel, like life is squishy, whether we like it or not. And, uh, you know, just like any other thing, we can enjoy it and we can try to see the best of it or we can, you know, shun or, you know, repel it and. You know, I don't also, want any of that. I, what I really like about this is it's in it's it's an in the moment quote, right? Mm -hmm. It's not an overly intellectual in your head thing. It's literally saying, no, feel it. Feel. Mm -hmm. uh, because sometimes when we think about the future and what's it going to be like when we're traveling the stars like Rake has already done or the aliens and everything. <laughs> and there's a bit of a disconnect, right? Yeah. It's almost like over there and it's in our minds as opposed to 
No, be here now. I like to Ram Dass shit. Be here <laughs> now. I really do, though. It keeps me grounded, keeps my toes in the mud mm-hmm. and squishy in a good squish way. Yeah. And, you know, I love um, that you said you, the, the the choice of, you know, thinking that everything's going to go horribly. Well, let me just flip it and, and think that it's going to go well, because we both know that uh, we all know that it, it, <laughs> Contrary to what we do all day long, which is try to control our existence, we have no control. Shit happens. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we do have choice is in how we deal with it. So why not choose a perspective which allows us to believe in ourselves, to have confidence, to move yeah. forward so that we can be our best selves, so that we can serve and love everybody else who's having a rough time, right? Mm -hmm. If I'm just Mm -hmm. having a rough time all the time and trying to manage that, I mean, it is what it is. But if I can get out of that, then, oh my God, then I have so much more to give. And I think what we're here to do, I think we're here to give, have our toes in this messy mud and, you know, bumble about, but with our hearts extended to one another. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is to me kind of amazing that he had all these different thoughts, especially again, we're talking about a non woke time. I mean, it was, you know, every time period is woke in its own way, frankly. Right. Right? We just used a different word. We didn't say woke. Right. But that was a long time ago. And again, the, the, the man was connecting the mind, body, all the things you've talked about. And then let's you mentioned it earlier, Rekha, but. It allows us to dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, dancing is is free form and it is visceral and it is all these things that are not the brain. And also, Rekha, I love what you said about control because it's another thing I'm writing about in my next book because the only thing, the only thing I have control over is my own person. Mm-hmm. That's it. And so mm-hmm. times when I'm in struggle about... But they didn't do that or they didn't love me or they didn't. That's all real, man. All real feelings. But that's me trying to control someone like, right. If I'm hung up over somebody who doesn't uh, feel the same way about me, I'm trying to control their behavior rather than accepting that. Oh, it's not what I thought. So I think it's really important to understand that the, our minds can be stretched and opened in so many ways mm-hmm. that that some of us like myself, have been lucky enough to go through therapy, right? Mm-hmm. To learn and and learn new skill sets that I wasn't taught when I was younger. No diss to my parents, right? But mm-hmm. they didn't have that skill set. So the luxury of therapy, which not everyone has, yep. is given yep. a, you know me the ability to self-reflect and not become a complete and utter Hollywood narcissist. <laughs> so I'm rather grateful for it. <laughs> Another thing, um, when you both mentioned the word dance and, and how we've described it, Dancing is also another way of uh, whipping up energy and it's it's just good for the it's it's therapeutic. It's physically therapeutic. It's emotionally therapeutic. I mean, I know a lot of people don't like to dance, but I do believe that me- most people probably do dance, even if they don't like to dance. Okay, when try they, being when a they... black girl who can't dance, Trent. It's not very fun. It is but when not no in. But when no one's watching, Rachel, I bet you still love doing do, it do, in I the do. shower or in the living room, like when your favorite song comes on or even... I'm um, such a good dancer alone. <laughs> I'm such a good singer when no one's listening, so... Exactly. Yeah. But that's kind of the freedom, actually. What we were just laughing about is the mm-hmm. freedom of this 
quote a little bit, right? Like, just go dance, Rachel, by yourself mm-hmm. and breathe that. Because that energy is actually magic. We yes. are dancing yep. right now. We are absolutely dancing with each other. We're listening. Yeah. We're, we're in a joyful state. We're mm-hmm. bouncing ideas. You know, we don't know what's coming next. And I think that's the freedom of the dance, right? Yes, it's a mind dance. You're absolutely right. It's an energetic dance is what it is. Anyway, any last thoughts, you guys? I mean, I, I, you know, I, I say this a lot. I probably say this once a week, but, you know, I think this is probably, if it's not my favorite quote, it is definitely the most beautiful. It is the most lyrical. And honestly, if I had read this not knowing it was from Gene, thinking he talks about so much about, you know, space and like science and all of that, I don't necessarily know that I would uh, have connected it to to Gene Roddenberry. But knowing that this man of science and science fiction, uh, that this genius storyteller also had this lyrical side of him is, is really heartwarming and, and I love it. Um, and Rega was lucky enough to work on one of his shows. <laughs> I know. It really, it really is a gift. Also, she was on Battlestar Galactica, too, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I love all that stuff. And, you know? and Ron Moore, who, who wrote on TNG. See, amazing, amazing. Okay, you guys, we're very lucky to have Rega again for a few more episodes. If you want to see Anson Mount reading that quote, you can check out the Roddenberry social media pages on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And we hope you'll join us tomorrow for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry. Ciao. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's quote. So tweet us, post us, DM us, whatever. We're at Roddenberry on Twitter and Facebook and at Roddenberry Official on Instagram. Quoting Gene Roddenberry is a Roddenberry podcast hosted by me, Rachel True. And me, Trent Venegas. Producing are Claire Kramer and Kelsey Goldberg with executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. Engineering and editing are provided by Elizabeth Joy Windham. And special thanks to all those who were kind enough to read a quote and give a voice to Gene Roddenberry's everlasting words. Live long and prosper. 